0: to the DHG Podcast Series, with a focus on life beyond numbers, with topics about people, careers, and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG Podcast Series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I'm excited today to be celebrating Black History Month. This is a great celebration for DHG. It is time to educate and celebrate. And as part of our celebration, we're celebrating some of our very own DHG heroes. And so we're gonna be highlighting some extraordinary black team members. Joining me today is Amir Skafe. Amir is a consultant in our IT risk advisory practice. He's constantly learning and growing his own skills to not only progress in his career, but to serve our clients in extraordinary ways. You know, this isn't all that makes him heroic. Beyond DHG, he's an even bigger hero. He is dedicating his time and really his life to making his community better for all black people, and specifically those within his community who are most marginalized. It is an honor to welcome today, Amir. Welcome, Amir. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. So I loved learning about some of the things that you're doing for your community. Can you share with me a little about the work that you're doing for an organization that you founded, Blacks for Liberation and Cooperative Community Action?
0: Yeah. That is an organization I started back when I was in college at Georgia State University. We've done a lot of rebranding since then. So now, you know, the names changed about three times. So now it's like you just mentioned Blacks for Liberation and Cooperative community Action. And I'll give you a brief description of, you know, kinda of why we exist and what we yeah. are. Alright. So and you can, you know, follow us on our LinkedIn page, you know, at Black for Liberation, Cooperative Community Action or BLCCA. But just a quick overview of who we are, what we stand for, it's just so we're all inclusive community organization we exist to uplift the Black community by finding equitable, scalable, and sustainable solutions to the issues that plague the Black community. So for me, I study, you know, just the history of, you know, Black history and kind of the things that we've gone through. Whenever we've tried to find solutions outside of our own selves, we've always kind of been promised a lot of things and given nothing tangible. So I'm very focused on when I say equitable, scalable and sustainable solutions, I'm very focused on building tangible solutions for a good community and not just for the select few who, you know, who are most privileged, but for everybody's benefit within the community. So that's my biggest thing. I believe, you know, us as a black community and as black people should be self reliant, should have the autonomy and freedom to determine our own lives and our futures. And that's really why we exist. So within my organization, I just call it black or black liberation. I'm building out and I'm about to launch some probably sometime in Q2 of this year, our mentorship program will be a a virtual mentorship for young black men, young black boys from ages, probably somewhere I'm sticking with between 13 and 21 and just giving them the tools, resources and everything they need to be successful in their lives today. Right. And also giving them that guidance from a, a black male's perspective and they can see themselves and somebody older who's doing it and doing it the right way. So that's just a brief overview of the organization and some of the stuff I'm doing.
1: I tell you, Amir, when I hear people like you, I feel so inspired and I feel also like, gosh, what do I do with my time? I should be doing something better because it just is amazing to hear you talk about and hear the passion in your voice for what you're doing for others. So Black History Month is a time to reflect, to educate, and to celebrate. So for you, what does this month mean? What does it mean to you? And what are you doing this month to honor Black history? Well,
0: first, I'm celebrating my
1: birthday this month. Happy birthday! Yeah, so
0: hopefully one day I'm a part of the Black History stuff as well. I believe you will. On a more serious note, personally, I just believe we do a disservice to the people that came before us, our ancestors that came before us when we kind of gravitate Black history into one month, right? I think there have been so many contributions from Black people throughout the the timeline of humanity itself to try to squeeze out all into one month. I think it's doing a great disservice. So, me personally, it's not about this month, but more so, you know, how I live my life every day of my life and understanding who I represent and who I'm honored by the way that I I move in my everyday life. All right, so I think there's a special interest on this month. Of course, you know, by just kind of reading literature, being involved in anything that's, any celebrations, festivals, stuff like that going on. But I think more importantly, for anybody that's hearing this, it's deeper than just the 28 days in February. It's making a, a concerted effort to live your life a certain way, to move in a certain way, for the betterment of yourself, your family, your community, overall. So that would be my answer to that.
1: You know, it's funny that you say that. I run early in the mornings, and the other morning I was thinking about Martin Luther King's birthday. It was just after, and I was thinking about how wonderful it was to see social media and everywhere flooded with, you know, posts and celebrations and, And then I, I too, thought exactly what you just said. I thought, what a shame that this is relegated to one day. I guess part of me is grateful that that education and celebration happens. But what if we all lived and carried through those thoughts all year round? So I couldn't agree with you more on that. Okay, so this is my final question for you. You've been described as a servant leader who pours your energy into helping others. And I'm sure everybody listening is like, oh yeah, I can totally hear that and see that and all that he has said. So my final question for you is, who's your hero and why? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people.
0: I think I've been particularly blessed in my life to so have a lot of people come in my life. And- at very crucial times and make an impact on me, but the most consistently, I would have to say my mother. I just and as cliché as that sounds, uh, that's my mother. I just seeing her the struggles she had, you know, raising us as a single mother early on, and being so young with two kids, and just never quitting, never giving up, and finding a way to still provide for us. and Give us the best she could with what she had, which was which wasn't much, right? And then also. Me as a kid, I gave her a lot of reasons to want to quit, but she never did. I just honored her for that. I think more generally, I would say, you know, as I study, as I grow and mature my, I guess, my engagement with Black history and just the community work, more and more so, I believe, just Black women in general are more of my heroes. When I see and I understand the struggles that they have specifically and look at how their struggles are so unheard and so... Mm-hmm. I just wish I had the words to say it, but they go through so much more than, you know, we like to generalize the struggle of the black community as this monolithic struggle. When black women, I mean, they struggle and face so many other obstacles that black men will never even understand. And me growing up with a single mother, me growing up with, you know, three sisters and kind of being exposed to that, but also getting older and educating myself as to, you know, the particular issues that black women face, I just, can't imagine, you know, just every day waking up and I I just striving to survive, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a woman, but more specifically a black women, I just honor them and I would say that they would be my heroes, but again, specifically my mother. I would say that, I hope that kind of answers the question. I wasn't really one person, but a body
1: of people. Well, that was a beautiful answer, and I can't think of anybody more heroic than you and what you're doing for your community and and your mother. What a beautiful way to honor her. I just, I'm at a loss for words, too, because that was so poignant. Well, I think that we'll close with that question, and thank you very much, Amir, for sharing your heart with us. With your community, and thank you for being a hero here at DHG and beyond. Thank
0: you so much. Thank you for considering me to be here. I, <laughs> I appreciate you for recognizing.
1: You uh, got it, Amir. When this pandemic is over, I hope I get to see you and hug you for the work you're doing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG.